The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code ROSS only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman. But help me get all these podcasts, get all these jobs, which is awesome. Thank goodness I was good enough to play for a while to get these other gigs. You can check me out on social at Ross Tucker NFL. All the podcasts always available at Ross Tucker Pod on social media. It's where we post the clips as well as when the shows are ready, as well as YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. More and more people telling me they watch the show on YouTube, which is amazing. People sending me screenshots of me up on the big screen, which is terrifying because of how big my head is. But whatever. The uh, star of this show, though, it's Steve Fezzik. You guys know that. At Fezzik Sports on Twitter. Only at Fezzik Sports, by the way. Except no imposters. The only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino out there in Vegas where Steve resides. And speaking of our beloved DraftKings, very excited about today's guest. His name is Julian Edlow. You can follow him on Twitter at Julian Edlow. I like this. He's a DraftKings content specialist. He's not like a content provider. He's not like an analyst. Specialist in any endeavor in life, Julian, it just sounds good. Like if you come in, you're a finance specialist or like, a, you know, oh, that, that doesn't look good on your MRI. You're going to have to see the specialist. It sounds good when you're the guy that they bring in because you're the specialist. A lot of people that bring me on to onto shows just call me a DraftKings analyst, but I appreciate that you went ahead and looked at my my role, which uh, I wish I could take credit for for saying like, hey, I want to be called a specialist. No, that's just the the job title that DraftKings hired me as, and that I that I go by. But um, but yes, I mean it's an interesting. If people follow on like gambling Twitter, it's been an interesting week for um for like content creators and what their what their intentions are. Um, you know, when you work for a book and whatnot, my intentions are to provide you with winning plays on DraftKings Sportsbook. So that's, that's the role of a content specialist. We'll get that out there. 
So uh, I think it's very interesting that you said that. Check him out, by the way. At Unreasonable Odds is the podcast he does with Steve Buchanan, another guy that will be on this show at some point. I've been on the show. It's an awesome show. He does DFS stuff. He does all kinds of betting stuff. We're going to get into some of the college hoop stuff he has, including some plays for games that are tonight. But I have not been following gambling Twitter. So I do not know what you're talking about, Julian. What what has been the debate the last couple of days? Um, I won't I won't get too much into it. We'll just say that there is a content specialist or whatever their their specific role is. Um, you know that a sports book promoted, and it came out that that person was not a long term winning better. So the debate was that a sports book should not be pushing people towards a you know, losing better. Um, And that created a lot of controversy about what people's roles are. And I I ran a poll on my Twitter saying, are you happy with my transparency? Do I help you win money? Um, And we got about 8% of the votes that were no. There's a lot of trolls on Twitter. I'll take a 92% (laughs) and say that that means that I'm doing my job. People like me. I'm helping you. You think I'm transparent. Um, So that was really, really the the point of it you know you have a name DraftKings attached to you there's plenty of trolls out there oh i'm trying to lose you bets and make my company DraftKings money i have a reputation i bet on these things i want to win um so yeah i mean that's that's that i'm i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man of the better and hopefully you do it on DraftKings sportsbook yeah you know it's interesting steve because i mean i don't think anybody out there is really purposely giving plays for people to lose. Now, listen, I tried to to give losing picks. They would just wind up winning. Like that's the way it works. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know what I mean, Steve? I don't think I I just, I find it hard to believe anyone would be like purposely giving out losing bets. And by the way, it's so hard. And so many people are around 50% anyway, that how would you even know? Exactly right. I got to address this because I've I've spoken about this. The betting advice by the betting media experts, it's it's all fraud. Yahoo Sports, ESPN, all these betting experts, none of these guys bet for a living. None of them. They don't win. But like you said, Ross, they all hit 50, 49, 52%. One of Yahoo Sports' 10 sports betting experts during the NBA playoffs was Clucko the Chicken. Clucko made their top 10. Um, can you imagine an investment show? Oh, we've got our 10 best mutual fund analysts, and Clucko the chicken is number eight to tell you what stocks to invest in. It's just a joke. It's just put pretty girls and good-looking dudes that are entertaining out there. They're not even trying to win. Now, having said that, I'm talking about the, the companies. The individuals absolutely are trying to pick winners. They're doing their best. They're not qualified. None of these guys have ever worked for a betting syndicate or actually done this themselves to make a living. You know why? Because they get the dudes that actually make a living doing this. They're boring. They're not entertaining. They're not attractive. And no one. That's wrong. You're wrong, Steve. First of all, I think you're a, a, a fine looking man. Secondly, you're not boring at all. <laughs> you're very entertaining. Well, there's there's exceptions to every rule, and I just I, I just mainstream whacked out everybody. But there's guys like like I'm buddies with Doug Kazarian, very sharp guy that can make a living betting on sports. Joe Fortenbaugh, 
uh, the Cheetah. Uh, there's lots of, they're not lots, there are limited guys out there that absolutely can do it, but they are very few and far between. It's hard to win betting sports. So it's interesting, Julian, because what I thought you were going to talk about or what maybe the buzz was this week was the Calvin Ridley news. And I'm like, you know, you know how little people know about betting when something like this comes out and like the takes are all fire. Like, why shouldn't he be allowed to bet on his bet, bet on games? Like, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? That or the other one I saw, which I loved, was um, uh, so why can't he bet on games? And then it was like, uh, you know, the NFL's making so much money off of them. They should, yeah, the players get almost 50 cents on every dollar. What, what are you talking about? People, the one thing that's clear, Julian, from the Ridley news is how little people really know about betting. For sure. Um, it it does show. And, uh, you know, you have people like Steve was talking about non betters that now want to have a take on betting. Um, and that's usually not a good thing. And it probably wasn't a good thing in this situation. Now, for Calvin Ridley, if you're in the NFL and Ross, you were in the NFL, like there's just one rule. Just don't bet on NFL games like that should be easy. You're making money in the NFL. Just don't bet on NFL games. And I know it's he was out and he's betting on, you know, his own team in one of his parlays. It clearly wasn't an inside information bet. He just made a dumb decision. Now, does he deserve to be just suspended for that? Yeah, it was very poor judgment. You're an NFL player. Don't make an NFL parlay. Make an NBA parlay instead. You, you can do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think, um, you know, it's two different stories. Number one, it's a ter- terrible decision making by, by Calvin Ridley. Um, make better decisions. But number two, um, and, and that's because these these type of situations, like, you know, I don't, people always use the Pete Rose example, like, oh, I was only betting on my own team. But yeah, then you gas out your bullpen that night to win and it leads to a loss the next night. Like there's repercussions. So you cannot do it. I'm firmly in that camp. But also the people that have opinions here, like all it was was a poor decision by Calvin Ridley. And I, I think it's as simple as that. And he deserves to be punished and he was punished. Here's the point I would make, Steve, and I want to get your opinion on this. The explosion of legalized sports betting makes it harder for guys to actually bet and get away with it because it's legalized, because they're all partners with the NFL, because they have the technology. If a guy really wanted to do this, don't you think it would have been easier, Steve, 10 years ago if he did something with an offshore book? I mean... These guys now, like people are like, oh, because it's legal now, this is going to happen all the time. Really? Because they caught him pretty easily. You know, I'm actually going to disagree. I think it's much easier now than it's ever been because if you're Calvin Ridley, obviously you're not going to set up some account in your name, offshore, whatever, to be betting. But now all I need to do is call one of my, my guys and he can make the bets for me. And that actually is easy. And I am, I'm going to put an over-under, you guys address this, on NFL players that bet on the NFL. I'm not talking fantasy teams. I'm talking actually make bets. But obviously they don't bet themselves. They have buddies bet them for them. I'm going to say 10 and a half. You want to go over or under? 10 and a half NFL players betting on games? Having someone bet for them. Yeah, definitely under. Really? Okay. 
Yes. Look, I might be wrong. Maybe I'm naive, but man, it's just not worth it. I mean, now the thing I think is interesting is that's not the same as a buddy saying, hey, do you think you'll win this week? And you say, yeah, I think we will. I think we're going to kill them. Which, by the way, don't ever listen to a player that says that. They always think they're going to play the kill them. They always think they're going to play well. Um, so that's a whole different deal. The other thing is, Steve, um, I mean, three, five, and 18 parlays. He made 500 bucks bet each on three and five and 18 parlays. Can you please explain to Calvin why that was not a good idea? And I'm not talking yeah. about getting suspended. I'm talking about the parlays. Yeah, so mathematically, the three-team parlay is fine. If you started with $100 and you bet on the first game and then took your winnings, parlayed into the second game, and then the third game, you'd wind up with $700, a little bit less. If you actually played as a three-team parlay, you wind up with $700. That's all good. When you go to the fourth leg of the parlays, that's where the sportsbook cheats you. Oops, I mean, that's where the sportsbook short pays you versus what your true odds are. A lot of books only pay 11 to 1. Some books only pay 10 to 1 on a 14 parlay. So think about it. You've, after you've hit three teams, you now have $700. If it pays 11 to 1, you're essentially risking the $700 to win 500 on the fourth leg of the parlay. You're laying minus 140 when you get to that fourth leg of a parlay. So never play a four or five teamer. Max out your parlays at three teamers. Unless you're playing baseball or money lines, and then you get the true odds, and then you can say, take whatever I just said and throw it in the garbage can. This is against the spread betting. Don't play four and five team parlays. Um, let's figure out what we should be playing in college hoops. Now, I will say this, Julian. Steve talked about this last week. He's a huge conference tournament guy. Yep. He believes there's a lot more value. Steve, say it again to Julian so he can hear it. Yeah, so the, why, do the, why do the pros like conference tournaments more? Because in the big dance, everyone has the same amount of rest. Everyone is all in. Everyone is 100% motivated. You're not going to find situational plays that are exceptional. Contrast that with the conference tournaments, where oftentimes you get an extremely rested team against a team that maybe had to play the late game the night before. Also, you've got some teams that have questionable motivation, whether they even want to win their conference because they're looking forward to the big dance and you have situational stuff like last night chattanooga for instance had a coast-to-coast -coast job in the semifinals and they were playing Furman, who had a, a game that was tough as nails in the semis so chattanooga had the rest edge nuga was down 10 at halftime still was able to win the game julian before we dive into some of the things you like for this week some of the games are even tonight and conference tournament i need to make sure everybody is ready for march madness you know how you do it Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues. Look, I have gut health issues. I'm loving Athletic Greens. Costs less than $3 a day. It actually tastes pretty good. I hadn't really heard of it until they started sponsoring the show. Now, everybody had to Andrew Brandt on the business of sports. Everybody evidently takes this thing. And it tastes pretty good. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens helps everything energy recovery focus immune system aging everything i said everything to make it easy athletic green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d 
and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash money. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash money to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Julian, take ownership over a couple picks, a couple bets. You heard what Steve had to say about why he likes conference tournament more than March Madness. Do you agree, Julian? And what, what are you thinking about for this week? I do agree. Um, and Steve laid it out nicely. It's just you're getting different spots on in the conference tournament, different rest, different motivation, um, different look ahead spots and whatnot. Whereas in March Madness, yeah, the rest evens out. Um, there's no no questionable motivation. Um, you know, I don't I'll contradict myself a little bit, I guess, by saying my two favorite days of the year are the Thursday and Friday of the NCAA tournament. Those are the most fun to to watch. And yeah, I'm going to bet them. Um, but strictly as a better, yeah, I think you're getting better spots in these in these conference tournaments. Um, and I really want to I want to go out to Vegas for these conference tournaments. That's something I, I haven't experienced yet. I will be out there for the first four days of of March Madness this year. So I'll be out there, I don't know, with the with the squares betting the March Madness games, um, which obviously we're all gonna do. Uh, but yeah, the conference tournaments are 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 where it's at. Um I'll start. Hopefully, you get to this one early, the 430 tip in the ACC tournament. Um, some money's actually been coming in on NC State. It was five and a half dipped to four and a half on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think it's settled in at about five. Um I don't understand why. I, I want to fade NC State. I, I, it's not like I have too much nice to say about Clemson. They've been all over the place in ACC play this year. They have won four in a row and covered three of them coming in here. They're just kind of the best of the worst. Everybody playing on Tuesday in the ACC stinks, but I think Clemson's kind of the, the best of the worst. NC State has been just awful. They've been getting blown doors by by everyone. They've won one of their last 10. Uh, sorry, one of their last 11. They only covered once in their last 11. I think the throttling just continues. I, I think this is going to be kind of like a wire-to-wire Clemson. You can go first half if you want. I, I laid it for the game. Um, Clemson's in trouble after this, but I think just fading it. I'm going to say fade NC State. I'm not going to say nice thing, too many nice things about Clemson here. All right, so this never happens, but we have breaking news on the show right now, Steve. Aaron Rodgers is returning to the Green Bay Packers, according to Pat McAfee. So it's probably too late. I'll say say Rappaport Rappaport threw this out here. Rappaport put it out like 10 minutes ago that that this is happening. Oh, interesting. And and Devontae Adams will be tagged. Oh, okay, great. I I, I just saw uh, Schefter retweeted Pat McAfee. My question is, Steve, in real time right now, by the time people listen to this or watch, it's too late. But as soon as that comes out, Right now, you're probably mad at me that you have to be on this and can't be betting things. What are you hitting right now, Steve? Well, obviously, you look at division, and you know some people bet the Vikings to win the division, and Vikings fifty to one, um, trying to t- get ahead of the fact Rodgers might not return. Well, throw those bets into the garbage can, and that's why I got to tell you, the true pros, the ones that I work closely with, they don't like to buy on rumor; they like to buy on fact. They like to- they like when a report like this comes out and they're working 24 seven. And then within two minutes of the news breaking, they're betting green Bay to win the division season wins aren't up. But obviously if they had been, you'd be banging green Bay to go over 10 and a half or 10 wins. 
right now because they're probably going to close. Well, they're probably going to close 10 and a half to 11. What do you think? 11 wins Green Bay, Ross? Season one? Uh, yeah, I don't know how you don't go. I mean, I don't know how you don't go over. I mean, they keep winning 13, 14 games every year. Um, I guess one of these times he's not going to be the MVP and they're not going to play that well. But uh, so far, that, that's been the theme for them. So interesting, very interesting um, about this Aaron Rodgers news. I'm not surprised. I predicted earlier on Dan Patrick's show that this is going to happen. Why would his agent be meeting with the team's contract guys so much if he didn't want to play there anymore? That never made sense to me. Like, I never understood the logic. Why would they be having all these meetings just for him to say, no, the $50 is not good enough. I'm going to go ahead and play somewhere else. So that doesn't make sense to me. Um, what does make sense to me is more thoughts from Julian on some college hoop stuff. And by the way, everybody bets the first two days of March Madness. Steve, are you really going to tell me you don't bet the first two days of March Madness? No, I make lots of bets, but most of them aren't against the sides. The, so what you're saying is you it, just don't you just don't think there's as much value as the conference tournament. That's correct. Now the value in the big dance is the props over under. How many games is the Big Ten going to win? I think the Big Ten stinks this year, so that's a prop I'll be playing. Big Ten wins under, by example. So I'm going to go deeper into the menu board, similar to the Super Bowl, and because there's so much that and product that's available, that's what I'll, I and a lot of the pros I know will be betting. It, as far as the sides trying to find a game that's mislined by more than one point, almost impossible. So when did that, when does that come out? Like the big 10 uh, wins? We got to see, see that on Monday and Tuesday next week. Okay. So as soon as the bracket comes out or shortly thereafter, then you're able to try to get in on it. Um, interesting. All right, Julian, give me, um, give me another one. Give me maybe like a conference tournament winner or something. Yeah, I, I got two more for you that I've that I've put in and I put out on articles on on the DK playbook this morning. Um, I'll give you a side real quick before uh, before I give you a tournament winner. Gonzaga first half, um, they lost their last regular season game at St. Mary's as uh, ten point favorites. They were off for over a week, just rearing to go in this uh, West Coast Conference tournament blow doors on San Francisco first half, 47 to 27 first half. They only won the game by 10. San Francisco covered. They had a bad second half. I expect them to come out re-motivated again, looking ahead to uh, St. Mary's, the team that beat them um, when the Zags were on the road. Zags laying seven first half. I think they're going to come out and have another, you know, double-digit lead here, um, just as they did in the regular season game that they did beat St. Mary's at home. So, Zags come out and blow doors in, in this one tonight on Tuesday night. I'm going to go square chalk tournament winner. I know people like plus odds, but Duke minus 125 in a very down ACC. They're in the perfect spot. I took UNC plus 11 and a half on Saturday, spoiled Coach K's final game. Losing that game is exactly what Duke needed. Um, they are going to be motivated for this tournament. I expect them to win the three games against pretty poor competition in Brooklyn. They have a cakewalk schedule to reach the conference uh, championship. So if you want to play like a Notre Dame or a Virginia on the other side to get some value maybe for the championship game, that's fine. But I'm very confident Duke's going to be there and extremely confident they'll probably win that game as well. They'll be much heavier favorite than minus 125, obviously. 
in the game. So I think losing to UNC and being in this spot and now playing for seeding, maybe get Coach K's last ACC tournament, perfect spot for Duke. I'm very confident people need to check out at Julian Edlow on Twitter, as well as the Unreasonable Odds podcast. You can even find the one that I was on, which was awesome. He and Steve Buchanan do an awesome, awesome job. Julian, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, anytime, Ross, Steve. Thank you guys for having me. Speaking of DraftKings Sportsbook, by the way, Steve, how about some of these gift ideas? You can get DraftKings gift cards now. Don't know what to get your buddy for his birthday? DraftKings gift card. I'm actually going to my buddy's house for the first night of March Madness. Rather than bringing over like a beer or something, I'm going to bring him a DraftKings gift card. Why not? You can bet on the March Madness. Want to give yourself a Father's Day present? DraftKings gift card. Done and done. Just visit DraftKingsGiftCard.com to find a participating store near you. March is here. Get in the game with these two awesome, fun, and easy account funding options. The other one is funding your account with cash. Just sign up with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Select Fund with Cash in the payment section and get the digital barcode. Then just take your cash and barcode to any one of our thousands of participating stores. Super easy. Steve, um, any comments before we try to get to an email question? Any comments on college hoops? Uh, how things have changed the last few years? Anything? Yes. It used to be if you woke up at 6.30 a.m., the early bird got the worm, Ross. So you get up, you're betting before anyone else into the virgin lines that are coming up on these conference tourneys, and you're getting really good value. Now, with the legalization of sports betting in so many states on the East Coast having legalized things, you know what? Set the alarm clock for 4 a.m. Because 4.30 a.m., a lot of the virgin lines come up for the games, and they get hit immediately. Immediately. So you're seeing things like conference tournaments, uh, championship game totals, and they open 140 at 4.30 a.m. and blink, and they go down three points within 18 minutes, sometimes within 30 seconds. So just uh, leisurely doing your work and then looking at what the lines are isn't going to work anymore. More and more, the, even the smaller bettors are just attacking the opening numbers. Love that, Steve. Love that. Um, all right, speaking of attacking – Let's attack one of these questions, Bright. Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to ask Steve. Remember, any time you take advantage of any of our sponsors, absolutely any time, all you have to do is send it to me, ross at rosstucker.com, and then from there, you're able to ask any question of Steve you would like to ask. Um, here's one. Love all. This is from, uh, who's this from? Jared. Love all your shows. Look forward to Tuesday, even money podcast. All the information that you both bring to the table has helped me become a better NFL handicapper. Question is for Fez. Um, this is a little bit late, but you can still tell him what you would have done. I have a futures wager I placed back in March. It's March, ironic, on the Rams to win the Super Bowl at plus 1,000. 
I know the right thing to do is to hedge myself with the Bengals money line. But my question is that what percent of my wager would be appropriate to hedge in a way to guarantee winning money? I feel in my heart and mind the Rams are going to win the game. But I also know it's not foolproof. And I would be crazy to not hedge something. All right. So what's your advice, Steve, for Jared? It's too late now. But this is still a question a lot of people have. He had the Rams plus 1,000 win the Super Bowl. What would you have recommended he do at that point? So this is going to come across as too much of a pass post. But if you go back to my previous shows, Ross, you and I have done and and other hits, I've always advocated this. He should have won double on this because in the Super Bowl, the money line is always too low on the favorite because the squares, the recreational betters, bet the underdog to win outright. That's why when you have a year like this where the Rams win, but they don't cover, the books clean up because the recreational betters lay four and four and a half on the Rams and the square ball betters bet the Bengals to win outright on the money line so that the number comes down too much. And in fact, Mattress Mac, the dude in Houston that guaranteed, had a guarantee if the Bengals would have won, he bet the money line on the Bengals for like $6 million, might've been five, might've been eight, Not I don't recall. So you had bargains on the Rams money line. So if you're if on the you sh- if you betting the Rams in the Super Bowl, we talked about this in our podcast, you should have been laying minus 180 on the Rams. If you're betting the Bengals, you could have gotten plus four and a half, minus 105 in Vegas at some shops. So um, I only like to play back when it's life-changing money, a big score, or if you can have positive expectation. So in this case, the fact that you could get the Bengals plus the four and a half, I think, I, I don't know if I would have hedged it all the way back if he was going to win a thousand, a three thirty to win three hundred dollar bet on the Bengals plus four and a half reduced vig would have been what I would have recommended. I don't know how you do all that in your head. It's unbelievable. But what I've taken from you a million times is it's about getting the best of the number. I mean, four a.m. That I could do. That I'm an early riser. That I could absolutely do. I can also check you out on social media at. Fezzik Sports, that is the key. Again, at Fezzik Sports, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Take advantage of some of our sponsors. Send me some more email questions. Love it. We'll be getting to them throughout next week. It's all about the NCAA tournament. We'll get all of Steve's bets. It'll be fantastic. You got to keep listening to the show every single week. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL if you want to watch. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 